0: Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm co-host Dan Delmar, and it's my pleasure to introduce your host, the founder of solointhecity.tv. Live on location from uh, Thursdays this week, Cheryl Besner, Hi, how are you? Hi.
1: Great, I'm great. And you know what? This is so much fun. Yes, we're at Thursdays on Crescent Street. And this is a throwback to me when I was in my dating phase 20, well, okay, 30 years ago. All right, I'm going to be straight here. It's a long time ago. And I used to come here to socialize. And it's amazing now because the crowd that's here tonight... Is very eclectic, but you know what? It's still my crowd. It's still, you know, the the older generation, meaning you know, the 40s are here and the 30s. So when I meet people who are always saying to me, "Where can you go in Montreal? Where can you go and have a drink and socialize with people who are from you know our demographics?" This is it. It still exists. It's like we all age together with Thursdays, who though has a whole new look to it.
0: I mean, yeah, they've I've, they've renovated since I last been here. It's really quite gorgeous, and, and Thursdays really is known as a spot where older people can uh, not older people. Well, wait a say, minute. Okay, hold people on. People who are a not in their twenties uh, <laughs> can really party and let loose. And it's uh, they still have the dance, the downstairs party yes, area. Yeah, it's the three
1: levels. Look, I'm, we're sitting here right now on the main level on the bar, which is and it's it's interesting because they also have Thursday night as Ladies Night, so. People can come out here, women can get cocktails on Thursday nights between 9 and 10, for free, and they can also go to the disco downstairs. So the nightclub on the lower level, lots of fun, You know, again, a throwback for me, but present for me. Yeah. And then upstairs, the dinner club. I mean, it's beautiful up there, and it's all been renovated, fresh and fun but elegant and sophisticated. And the crowd here is just that. It's a sophisticated crowd. So a great place for people like yourself and for myself to mingle because we do have a... Dating difference of age, you and I, right?
0: Huh? <laughs> and let's just take a look around the room because the diversity, I think, is kind of interesting. It's, uh, a lot, there, there are people here between, I'd say, thirty, and even some in their seventies. So it's it's really it's really quite uh, quite different than most clubs in Montreal.
1: It's amazing, and you know what's interesting to myself I, when I look around, it always never seems to amaze me that people talk about the fact that there's so many more single men than single women, and I've always argued that fact because, first of all. For every divorce that happens at 40, there's a man and a woman, in, in a heterosexual world that is. So, why is it all of a sudden that there's more single women than men? I don't get that. There's one woman for every divorced man. Tonight, to me, is a perfect example. This is, I would say, 65% men. Yeah. Fast count?
0: Yeah, roughly, about two thirds men.
1: Yeah. And it's ladies' night. And there's still more men.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, plenty of free drinks to be had here <laughs> if, you're, if you're a lady, I guess.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, I, I, I love being in an environment like this because it, it really kind of puts an end to cer- certain beliefs that it's a man's world, it's, you know, too many single women. It's not true. It's... I'd say a 50-50 world. I don't believe in this. There's more men. I think the difference is men and some of the gentlemen I've been talking with tonight, they've talked about the fact that they date in their 50s the 35-year-olds and the 25-year-olds. So I think it's the demographics that they're dating is wider, which means there's a lot of 45- and 55-year-old women whose potential dates are with younger women. Mm.
0: So we've got a pretty interesting show with a lot of great guests. All three are, are major Quebec media personalities.
1: I know, I know. And I'm so lucky, you know, I, I know all these women, and they are all fantastic, rocking women. And, and I'm really anxious because we're here, it's, it's Halloween, so what better thing to talk about than spooky relationships spooky first dates and mingling amongst the crowd I've heard a lot of fun stories actually people you can go to TV and hear some of the interviews after the show of people that we've talked about men and women and what they find spooky about dating in 2015
0: yeah so we'll have uh, Sophie Berube she's a TV host and she has a, a, a romantic suspense thriller out called No Priors yeah uh, we'll have Marie-Claude Saval who's a, an author journalist and uh, she's also the host of, uh, of a program called La Zone Morency on NRG, which is our sister station. And we'll also have uh, Bridget Vidal from TVA. So all on the program tonight.
1: That's right. And some of them are newly married, in relationships, newly divorced. So we're going to get a, a lot of fun stories. Actually, they've all told me that they have great stories to share with us, but they wouldn't let me in on it yet. So that's a little scary, actually. I don't know what these women are going to say tonight. <laughs>
0: Now, first of all, let's get to some you news, because you you wanted to talk about a major milestone. You you sort of crossed a a bit of a bridge this week.
1: Yeah, well, you know, when we talk about topics, we often talk about what's going on in the dating and relating world. But sometimes to get to that, at my stage, we have to go through certain things. And, you know, it's Halloween, and when I got divorced, my legal divorce... I found that scary. And getting back out into the dating world and the social world can be scary. But I went through something this week, which was my Jewish divorce. I'm a Jewish woman. And for me to ever want to get married again, under the Jewish law, I had to acquire a Jewish divorce. And same thing, obviously, for my ex-husband. And I didn't know what that entailed. And it's actually quite a ritual that... Um, people have to go through. So, I thought I was just going to go in and sign a document the way you sign your divorce papers. I mean, it's so simple. And instead, it's quite an emotional uh, undertaking because you have to look at each other and basically undo everything you did for me 25 years ago.
0: So, describe the scene to me because the the, the get process, get Yeah, it's called a got.
1: That's right. It's called Um, a get.
0: Because so uh, you're
1: getting divorced. I, I don't even know. You know, I, I didn't even ask certain you, you questions. Get like, get. You just, a, get a get.
0: You get a get. You got <laughs> you your get.
1: get. You get divorced.
0: Um, so I- explain the scene, because you were describing this to me earlier. I know it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty different.
1: Well, it's quite intense, because, you know, you walk into a room, and I was expecting one person, and instead, you're basically uh, encountering five people in a room, actually six, three rabbis who are overseeing the process and who... D- kind of give you your get, they're, they're judge and jury, I guess. Then you have two witnesses, and then you have the gentleman who actually writes out your Jewish divorce by hand. And he's doing that while you're sitting there. And you basically have to say that you're each allowing each other the, the capability to go out and remarry and create a new life for yourself. So just walking into that room, is quite intimidating and you have to do a whole bunch of different series of things including the gentleman the husband releasing you to go out and choose another man which the woman can't do for 92 days but the guy can go out and get married an hour later which well I'm a little finally you've been released (laughs) Cheryl I've been released but I also found it for myself a little sexist um, that it's I, a little antiquated. Yeah, sure. but uh, but I understand the philosophies because I am a Jewish woman. I understand the different philosophies. But here's the thing: you're gonna love this. Then, I, I at one point, one of the gentlemen presiding over this whole ceremony comes over and says, "I love your show. I listen to you every Saturday." <laughs> night.
0: Was, it, was it one of the rabbis?
1: Well, he was the witness to it, but it was it was so sweet. And then one of the other women said, "I would love to listen to you, but it's Shabbos." And I went, "I'm on at ten o'clock. No problem. You can do two It's over by then." So you
0: can listen to Cheryl
1: on Shabbos. Yeah. So, but so for me, it was like a, a bittersweet because here I am, you know, putting an end to something that was very much part of my life. It's it was my past. It's my present. Will always be my future. And now it's. We're both going to create our lives. So the bittersweet is that with that, I also developed solo in the city about going out there, being okay to create a life for yourself solo, hoping to one day share my life with somebody. But in the meantime, enjoying my lifestyle.
0: Great. So do you feel uh, you feel good? You feel it feels final now?
1: I think it definitely feels final for both of us. So. There it is. The end of the scariness of divorce. It's done. Muzzled now we're good up. to go. Happy uh, on Halloween, on everybody. And let's, yeah. let's get a
0: drink during the break, and we'll bring in our panel next. Uh, coming we'll up. Pretty interesting uh, panel on, uh, on spooky dating stories. Solo in the City, uh, coming to you from Thursdays on Crescent Street this week on Newstalk Radio, CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Did you scream? Did you suffer? Does... Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner. I'm co-host Dan Delmar, and this week we are coming to you from Thursdays on Crescent. It's uh, time for our dating debate. Brought to you by TV Dating. Just head to Cheryl's website. Click on Dating to meet new people in Montreal. And Cheryl, uh, we've got a pretty impressive panel this week. Oh,
1: we have a great panel here. And I'm so excited because these women all have great stories. And as I said, some have shared some with me, some haven't. First guest that I have coming up on Solo in the City today is Sophie Berube. She's a TV host and author of the best-selling romantic suspense, No Priors. Then we have Marie-Claude Savard the author of 180 degrees and she's also a co-host on the Zone Moranci on our sister station Energy and last but not least one of my very good friends as well Brigitte Pidal. You know her as the Weather Girl, the gorgeous TV broadcaster on TVA. So welcome everybody. Hello Spooky
2: It's just because we're all
1: girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, yes, no. we
2: all know each other. So we're uh, going to we be talking at the same time. <laughs> you know that, huh? You better be
1: ready. Yeah. Dan, this is going to be very spooky for you.
0: I'm the moderator here. I'm going to keep <laughs> everyone in line. Uh, welcome to Show in the City, everyone. Thank,
1: Thank you. you. Thank you. So, you no, know, it's funny because we're all coming at this from very different avenues, right? We've all had our scary encounters coming back out in the dating world, right, Bridget?
3: Yes, back in the dating world for about a year now, and uh, there have
2: been a few... <laughs> she needs
0: to compose herself. There's been a few duds, I guess. There's That's great.
1: <laughs> she's choking, okay. her, she's first choking. She's her first response. She's choking. Answer. She's That's choking. great. It's called choking on the truth, okay? Actually,
2: no, but she's doing fine now. She's I mean, doing fine. I think she needs medical help. Don't edit that, that part, please. Keep it in the show. That's a great start.
0: Angie, you bring okay. up some, some bad memories? There? Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm back. Just We're
3: having peanuts Are you back, back, Bridget? Yeah. Okay. I'm back. All right. You're not choking? Okay. No, I'm good. I'm All good. Right. I'm Happy good. Halloween. Thank you. <laughs> so, what do you want to know? You want some scary stories?
1: Well, I think you have like one or two skeletons okay.
3: in your closet. Me? No. I, I I don't have skeletons in my closet. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. i do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Okay, oh, she's okay. going to go back while, to choking. While Brigitte is, uh, you know, getting accustomed to the situation, <laughs> I'm going to tell a story. Okay, yeah. this is the I'm, voice of Sophie, by the Sophie way. Berube. Sophie you Berube. You know, At the beginning, I thought we were doing a show about horror stories, about, like, we say one-night stands, but it's about dating. So if you like stories, I can tell you about, like, horror stories with, in one-night stands. But one of my worst dates is this guy, he comes to pick me up, I was young, I was like maybe 22, he picks me up, he has a nice car, you know, like silver, Acura, No, nice car. And he takes me to a nice restaurant, and then, right at the beginning of the restaurant, at the, at the, at the dinner, he says, he tells me that he used to be obese, like really, really, really obese, and that he used to wear glasses, and that he lost about a hundred pounds, and that he has no more glasses so so far so good you know like i'm, I'm happy the guy probably you know like has great values and uh, great his life around yeah no I'm, i totally i'm applauding that but right after that he says yeah so i lost all that weight and got rid of my glasses and i had sex with 60 women oh that, okay that last <laughs> summer Last that, summer. <laughs> that's 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 kind of that <laughs> oh, kind of. That's are, called speed yeah. dating. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. I think it's called He's oversharing. <laughs> yeah, but that that was like especially was on the first day, say, you know. That he <laughs> was like, "What? It, well, getting back at his bad years," which is uh, okay, you know. So far, it's kind of weird. It's kind of spooky, you know. And then he goes to the bathroom, okay. And then he goes to the bathroom, and and then I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. Even my brother comes to the restaurant gives me something that asking to bring me he's still in the bathroom so I'm kind of making you know like assumptions here you know at some point maybe he's sick I don't know and then after 20 minutes he finally comes back to our table he sits down
1: and he goes like that felt good oh, oh my god oh. <laughs> that's called TMI, right? Too much information yeah. from the beginning till
2: the till the end to that date. But you know what? The guy is kind of cute, but I didn't, you know, I didn't call him back. But I saw him like ten years after to a wedding, and he was accompanying a girl from my high school. And you know how in high schools, you know, like there's the cool girl and there's the not cool girl. I was not the cool girl, and he was the cool girl's date. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. But that's not so horrible.
4: I have to say that, you know, if you talk about spooky dates, I was a very horrible spooky date. Oh, you're the spooky oh, date? Oh, yeah, to a guy. And I'm sure that to this day he tells this story. And I swear, when people hear it, they go, "No, you're making this up." Okay, got to hear this story. All right, go so for it. I'll yeah. from
0: his perspective, though, not All right. from the good perspective. So
4: he meets me, and I say, I- "I'm in between relationships. I just broke up with a boyfriend. It's a messy breakup. I shouldn't be on a date." It's how How many years ago is this? Um, this was 11 years ago. Okay. So it's a fresh breakup. I'm not ready to date, and to be frank, I don't really want to date. I just want to be busy. So I have this charity event to go to. So I figure I have to go to the charity event. We might as well tag along. I don't have a car at this point. This charity event is far away. So I borrow my mother's car for the week. I'm preoccupied. I just broke up with someone. So I forget to fill up the car with gas. So on the way to the charity event, the car is not working anymore. I have to call the the service, CAA, whatever. He's completely like, he doesn't know what to do. It's a first date. I mean, you're stuck. I, I couldn't be bothered. I'm like, okay, whatever, the car's not working. Take a cab, get to the charity event. I do not take care of him. So this poor guy is tagging along. You know, you had to take a cab to get there. I'm not bothering with him. Still, take a cab to go back to my place because he's a gentleman. He's like, I want to make sure she gets home. And as we're on the front porch, my ex-boyfriend comes out of the bushes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that never
5: surprise. of
4: the bushes. So it's a scary story to begin with. Like... You were dating a guy who's hanging around the bushes. And then he comes out and starts screaming, and we start arguing in front of him. The poor guy's on the front porch. I get tired of the whole situation, so I go back inside, slam the door, and leave them out on the front porch. So this poor guy probably had the worst state of his life. I'm sorry. And now this guy,
2: me. he sees you on television <laughs> and goes, I, I dated that girl once. She's
4: crazy. I
1: just I just, okay, but, but, okay, we're all kind of in this zone where we go out, and we're very much part of the social community, and we have certain things that we have to do, right? It is spooky, I would think, for most people to walk into an event with us when we have to take care of certain things and we just kind of leave them there. So I know I, I'm dating somebody and the first time I went out with them, I took him to an event, but I warned them. If you come with me, I really think we should meet afterwards, but if you come with me, when we get in there, I got to do my thing. How non spooky is it when a guy can walk into that room and just do his thing? Like, that's kind of cool, right? He has to be able
3: to take care of himself
1: and have a drink and talk to people and be
3: able to mingle and not necessarily be at your arm all the time. So, he has to be independent, definitely.
0: All, all three of you are public figures. Do you ever date men that just can't handle that but that are that are sort of freaked out by the fact that, that you do walk uh, into a room and everyone knows you?
2: That's an oh, that, that's a whole other show that you're talking about, you know? <laughs> it's like let's like, like, talk that. about like money uh, women making more money than their boyfriends, yeah. stuff like that. It's uh, that's a whole other show you know? Sure. I think it, it, in in situations like that, uh, a lot of men they pretend it's not important that they don't care. But then it's insidious, you know. And if they start to try to control the person in another way, and it's not very fun. But I, uh, I, my my husband, he doesn't care. My husband, he, like you have to be with someone who's crazy, crazy, crazy in love with you. My husband is like Forrest Gump with Jenny, you know. <laughs> So, he doesn't care if I'm known or not known. Like, he doesn't even know I'm doing radio tonight. I told him, let's have a drink at Thursday. He's coming, and he's like, what is she doing? She's doing radio? And he'd be like, okay, you know, like, for us with you. But he's, he's very intelligent, by the way. But he's also in another field, like finance. So, it's it's good that we are, and I think Brigitte is the same. They're not no, in right? the same field, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, but I, I think uh, people, uh, the guys I've been with, you know, for they find it they flattering you know yeah that's
3: my girlfriend they're proud and they're like yeah people want to take a picture they want their autograph they want a selfie and it's like yeah that's that's my girl she's with me and I know so shall. they're proud they're proud of our accomplishments and uh, it's never been a problem no they're not bothered at all
1: had problems, I have to say. You know, Me too. Check, check. I, I have to say, I had a lot of problems with you that. Say, no, wait, say, we're, we're, we're going
0: to pause because we're almost yeah, sure. uh, But let's come back with, uh, with with that issue. Marie-Claude and Cheryl, you're going to tell some more stories. Yeah. We have our roundtable. Marie-Claude Saval, Sophie Derivy, and Bridget Vidal on Solo in the City coming to you from Thursdays at Newstalk Radio, CJAD 800. <laughs> Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City, part two, coming to you from Thursdays this week, Cheryl. And uh, we have a great panel of, uh, of personalities, Quebec media personalities, who, uh, who may intimidate men once in a while when they, when they take them to scary dating situations. Sorry well, it can else. be scary
1: in general. I mean, some men, whether it's personalities or whether it's just strong women, they can be intimidated. Sometimes men just feel like the purse to a woman. And it's finding the balance. So either of those things and situations, it can be scary for the woman and it can be scary for the guy. It's unknown territory. So let's get back. So so our guest,
0: let's introduce our guest, uh, Sophie Berribe, TV host and author of the the romantic uh, best-selling suspense, No Priors. We have Marie Claude Saval, Sarah uh, Catherine De is, uh, is her book, and she's co-host of La Zone Boursière and her sister station NLV, and Bridget Vidal who's a presenter at Tivia. Uh, so why don't we start there, uh, Marie Claude? Okay, we were going to get into one of your scary stories. Well,
4: because you know Cheryl said before, you go to an event, you tell the guy that you are with, whether it's your date, whether it's your boyfriend, you tell him, okay, I'm going to be busy tonight representation, you know, I'm going to be a you whole... Know, like, Net, Networking, we're working, whatever. Right? Um, they always say, yeah, it's going to be fine. But then, when the reality hits, and it's been two hours, and they didn't get their, their attention, that's when you start getting, like, a little nudge, a little, like, you know, I need my attention, I need some attention. Whereas, I find that when I go with guys and they do tell me this is a business situation, I know how to handle myself. I'm going to go off. I'm going to find some girls. I'm going to have a talk, whatever, and I won't necessarily need that attention. And if I do ask for it, then I'll get that look like I told you. I told you this was going to be. I think there is a double standard when it comes to that.
1: I think it's a double standard, but I also think it's not just about personality or not. Because I will say this. I was married and one of the biggest issues that we had was I was more in the philanthropy area and I did a lot of events and I hosted a lot of events. And when I got into a ballroom, I had to entertain. I was there to be that person. Yeah, everybody knew Everybody, everybody knew everybody.
4: you. Yeah.
1: And I always used to say to my ex-husband, you know what, if you don't want to come, I understand. But you can't expect to come and have me focus on you because I'm working. This is what I have to do. And it, and that kind of but thing it, can it be comes a with big that, problem. to go back
2: to the dating, you know you're worth that's the one thing that relates to, to, to this is the guys want to impress on the first date. And that reminds me of my gold gold date. My golden date. What do you mean? Your best day? The, uh, no, in the worst case scenario, you okay, know? Your gold medal it's in like, the worst day a guy is very charming and he, he says he wants a date to a friend I said, okay, give him my number so I said, okay, let's see each other tomorrow I'm like, okay, so I'm expecting to go to, the, to dinner to a coffee place and he goes like, yeah, you can come to my place at 9pm, that's spooky but I'm like, he's a friend of a friend I'm like, okay, so no dinner but I didn't say that but I'm thinking that then I go there and unfortunately, your listeners won't see that, but I will imitate him, you know, <laughs> welcoming me. It. So he opens the door and it goes like, hello, bonsoir. And he's like, yeah. And you just a- did a wink in it, there. You, it, you did a wink. Like, he's in a Barry White's mood already. I'm, I'm, I'm just up for coffee or drink, you know? And it's like, oh, it goes, it goes right away to the uh, stereo because at the time we use stereo, and it goes, it, it puts the music on and it comes back and it starts to dance like. Oh, she's gyrating
1: she's here, guys! Right. Like you have to see this. Sophie, I'm dancing like a sexy raiding. man, and he's like,
2: "Do you dance?"
1: I'm like, you
2: eh. oh, know, well, and then he starts to bribe because men they want to impress the women, you know. So, he goes like, oh, I've been working with the United Nations, and now I'm working on my second novel, <laughs> and I was thinking about going to spa, would you like to come, and I'm like, okay, all this while twerking. Not maybe not to this weekend, and then, wait for it, he goes to the kitchen, and he comes back with, he said, I got dessert, and he comes back with chocolate mousse, with we I mean had yeah. dinner yet by the way? No, no, no dinner.
1: There's no dinner. <laughs> you know what? You have I'm, a lot of I'm going meals. to his place. I'm <laughs> going to his place
2: at nine o'clock. But I'm I'm like 20 years old, so I don't know what I don't I don't know what to expect. Now, if I had that at that date at 40 years old, I would totally think the guy was hot. Because he was looking like Denzel Washington in his best years. But anyway, so he's dancing and he's coming back with dessert. And he has like chocolate mousse with one fork oh, oh so, he's doing the yes, feed me routine he yes he does game. it he starts to, to dip in the mousse and tries to feed me with chocolate mousse but I've been there like 10 minutes I don't know the guy and I go like
5: <laughs> yes. Um,
2: thank you. Well, and Sophie, then... you're still hanging around. I, I know. Yes, no, wait, wait, still wait. wait still but wait a
1: minute. This is the woman <laughs> who waited 20 minutes for the guy in the bathroom. I know. Wait. I don't is, know. Yeah,
4: that, she's very patient. You, if you think don't it was please. too she, fast... She's
1: patient. Yeah, Sophie, I think
4: you're too patient. Been out, I think Bridget wouldn't have shown up. No. And I would have been out there for five, five the minutes. Guy. She's the guy. Saying, the I'm going to be in a fight. Oh, no. Bridget.
2: But the guy was really hot looking. Okay. okay. No, he's really, really hot, hot so looking. Okay. So how did it end? I like, did not end because the guy after the fork, he he went for the finger in the chocolate mousse. So I, but then I didn't lick his finger. I was like, no, no this is are, too much. There are And then he tells here. me that he's a he's a specialist and uh, he's, um, he's like uh, he's done Swedish massage so what
1: happened in the end? I don't know I, I was thinking he was another kind of specialist there for yeah. a minute <laughs>
2: no the end the, the, the we, we, we kissed a little and I, I, I went back home and the day after it was Valentine's Day and he invited me to that spa where he was supposed to write his novel but you know uh, I said no and I stayed home it was the best Valentine's Day of my life. I stayed home watching like corn movies. I corny movies it was perfect.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I don't know. But this guy if I, at, at my really age patient. now
3: oh,
2: I would have totally slept with the guy. You would have told him <laughs> to stop with the shenanigans. <laughs> but at twenty years old that was that was spooky. That was too spooky.
1: We're here with Sophie Beroubet. She's TV host and author of the best-selling Romance Suspense, No Priors, as well as Brigitte Bédard, your favorite from TVA, and Marie-Claude Savard, author of 180 Degrees and also co-host of a radio show. And all energy. All,
2: all drinking
1: very nice drinks from Thursday. We are sitting here at Thursdays. Okay, so let me ask you a question. When you were in your 20s, Spooky. Was it coming out to a place like Thursdays fun? Did you meet great people when you were here? Because look at around tonight. Tonight it's filled with amazing people that you just want to go over and talk to. Well, first of all, Thursdays hasn't changed in twenty five years because
3: it seems like it's the same guys hanging around. So Yeah, but they're our age now. They're That's like good. I, think I know, they're they're growing
1: with us. They're
3: they're like yeah, we're getting older too, yeah. So they're gonna say this about us. We're the same gals that were hanging around here twenty years ago as well, but it's just a lot of the men. And so you figure you come out here, you, there's a lot of guys to meet, but it's how do you get to that, that first step, you know? Um, just hi, how, how you doing? And So is that think, scary for you? Was I, that scary I think that that for you? That would be for, scary for me, you know, uh, that icebreaker, that first step, and he doesn't know how to do it. I'm not sure how to do it. Then you kind of look, and it can be a little awkward. That's been like that for a thousand years. Okay, I wait guess, a minute, but, wait a minute. I want to
1: stop right here. I traveled with you. Last summer, you know how to do it, so don't give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do it when I see something that I want to invest in. Right, I yes. I but I see, so there you go. I think yeah. that's universal. Yeah. when you but, see you know, somebody I, yeah. that attracts you, you right. step out of your comfort zone right. and you walk over to that really nice-looking gentleman sitting at the bar, and why did not? Did you talk try to now? come up with something witty or something just... Happens and it's why does it have to be? Why why doesn't why can't it be something as simple as you know? Can I get in there to order my drink? And what are you drinking? Yeah. Oh, really? You like Bombay Sapphire? Well, I prefer Tanqueray. Why? tend to overcomplicate things or overthink? We overthink too much,
3: probably. Uh, Just keep it to the basics and. But, you know, I think I'm a romantic. I just figure I'm going to walk into Provigo and the cute guy's going to be there in the uh, fruit section and there's going to be eye contact and that's going to be it, you know. And did that work for you? It's, it can happen that way, yeah. You know, a more traditional way of meeting someone, you know, what's been scary for me since I've been single is I, would, I did not look forward to the online dating, the internet things and all that. I just want to meet someone in a conventional way, the good old-fashioned way human contact and human connection
4: say it you want to meet someone at the gym <laughs>
0: at
3: we're running gym. out of time
0: on the radio no. show guys but, <laughs> no. but 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 we're going to keep the panel going and it'll okay. be a web extra on solointhecity.tv you can listen CJ listeners can check it out on uh, on, on Sunday afternoon so we're going to continue with Sophie Derribi Marie-Claude Savard and Brigitte Bedard from Thursdays uh, check out the podcast at solointhecity.tv this is Solo in the City on Talk Radio CJAD 800 And uh, continuing on with our panel.
1: I know. This, yeah. is, this is so much fun because here we are sitting and talking about, you know, because it's Halloween, scary relationships, getting back out there, how scary it is, not scary it is, how we bring people into our lives, whether you're, you know, the debts of the city and you have to bring people into your social world as well as your professional world or just meeting somebody. And, and interesting, when I was kind of going around earlier and talking to the guys here, they really think that it's the women who are scarier. Really? Yeah. Yes. yeah. We're they, intimidating. No. They think that... Well, I, I talked about... But they're right.
2: they're right. They're well, right. We will bark at them if they come on us too strong. Well, Bridget they will have, very very have to be different very... Than when very than when they have, they have to be subtle. 30 years
1: ago, right? They, we they didn't, didn't bark 20 or 30 years ago. When I say we, I mean women. Yeah. We've really come into ourselves and we know what we yeah. want and don't want, right? Boundaries. I
4: think right? as we get older it becomes different you know when you're young you're very open and, and things are easier when you're older you meet someone right away you start thinking is that going to fit with my friends I, I, do I want to start over is this worth
2: it you know we put a lot more into the first meet you really at the- wait wait Marie-Claude did you just start yourself the first thing you're going to ask about the guys, is he going to fit with your no. friends? that's 20 years. No, that's not. No, it's not what I'm going to ask. Me, I'm not, like, do you have a job? No,
4: but maybe, That's scary. That too, that too. But I mean, I'm in just saying In this day like, and age, that is
1: scary though. But Some people don't. But you think more
4: in your head when you're older about, is this going to fit into my lifestyle? Do I have to like make sacrifices... Is it going to be easy?
2: And sh- is it worth the effort? Not when so you're young, young, you guy, no, just, all just the He just wants to have sex with yeah, you. But, no, but <laughs> we're not <know>, like, <laughs> you're asking to, to, you're, but you're but at questions, 40, too, too. But I'm 40 years old. Wait a minute, I'm wait a minute. Do,
1: okay, here's the thing you know, is, I will tell you this. For most people, not everybody, because not everybody out there who's, let's say, the 40 and up crowd has children. But the scariest part for most people, okay. There is a goal out there. Someone I don't scored think there's there is somebody scared. scored, and I don't think it's a man and a woman in the bar right now. Nobody's cheering like that at Thursdays. It's a very elegant crowd. It's a game going on in the background. But here's the thing: in this day and age, I don't think it's about your friends, even though you want them to work into your world. But it's about will they fit with my child, my children, my lifestyle? I think that's it because. Oh. Right? Okay. I think I'm spooky in that way. When I met my husband, I had like my
2: old checklist. Like guys who are listening to us are like, oh my god, I hate that kind of women. And yeah, I'm that kind. I I really went like, okay. So are you single? Yes. Separated? Yes. Since how long? Six months. Oh. And then well but I'm ready to love again. I was like, ooh, okay. Do you have a job? A good one. Yeah, because you know what? I, I, th- I can take care of myself, but I like the fact that you can take care of yourself. I think that's the same yeah. for Bridget, too. Yeah, you know. well, you know, I when I was uh, freshly separated, someone wanted to introduce me to a guy who,
3: forgive the expression, but, you know, on paper looked really, really good and interesting. But you know what? He had a five and a seven-year-old, and I choked. Mine are 15 and 17, and I said, I can't go back. Um, I'm just starting to date. I'm gonna maybe try and find some that have kids a little older or no kids or whatever, but I just couldn't psychologically, emotionally get back with younger kids. Just as mine were starting to come on their own and be independent. So I said
4: thanks, but no thanks. I, no, it's a lifestyle. I, can. I think you're right, Cheryl. It's lifestyle.
2: It, it is a lifestyle. Be, yeah. Oh, I asked my guy if he had a vasectomy. Is that spooky?
1: Because <laughs> well, I wanted another, another child. <laughs> one of the gentlemen sitting right behind you, actually, I asked him, what is spooky? And he said, well, it's all the 35-year-old women who want to have babies. Like yeah. That's all they're thinking about. And I said, well, how old are you? And he said, I'm 54. And I said, well, maybe you should date somebody who doesn't want babies anymore. It With might more- be a lot more conducive to your lifestyle. Maybe that's your issue. He goes, well, maybe you're right. And I went, it may not be so spooky if you're with somebody who's been there, done that, yeah. with the things you've been there and done that with. One thing that is
2: really, really spooky about dating is somebody's mine. I told a few of my Facebook friends I was coming here, and if a guy wants to split the check, come on. But anyway, that's an old, another story. But her, her, her date... They both paid for the drinks and she tipped the waitress and the waitress stood by his by her date, like waiting for a tip, and was like, what are you waiting for? Well the waitress said service is not included. So the guy took 25 cents a quarter, he threw it at her in her face, going wow. saying like these people, they take themselves so seriously.
0: Wow, that's pretty scary. Yeah, wow. that's uh, scary. Quick that, scares for, me. For that scares me for uh, I mean, as a guy, what do you all feel is most scary about men? What's the one quality in men that you find most scary?
3: Bad table manners. Okay. I will walk out of a date. A yeah, guy with his mouth bad. open cannot handle a fork and oh. a knife.
0: I'm out of there. Now, was open.
2: That, that still happening? Really? That's, oh, oh I have yeah. bad manners. I can't believe my husband like, deals with me. He's French and super fancy. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he loves has it. bad table manners. No, uh, proper manners. <laughs> so uh, what's scary for you, Magical? I would say important.
4: boasting too much, you know, trying to impress too much. That kind of, it just kills me. Like, it kills the mood for me. I don't know what to say. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, someone who's boasting too much, who's like trying to... Make bragging, themselves bragging. Bragging. So, yeah. oh, No, that's so, sweet. That's, that's sweet. sweet. Like uh, no, that's,
2: that's, 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 that's. I don't overdoing so like it. it. But for me, no, I'm being serious. for For the first time tonight, <laughs> it's rigid. When you're with someone and you feel they're rigid, they'll
1: be like, "I you're remember, I went at, yeah, at that. But you know, I went to a restaurant, Moistus. That was nice." Wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I met the guy I'm dating at Moishez. So oh, it's tell a nice ya. steakhouse. I was very <laughs> impressed. The guy was so younger than me, happening. took me there. I was like, woo!
2: But, um, you know, we were ready to go, and I didn't, I didn't finish my wine, my, my, glass, my, my, my glass of wine. And he looked at me and he said, finish, finish your wine. And it could have been kinky a little bit, because now that I'm saying it, I'm like, mm, maybe it was like a little Fifty Shades of Grey thing. But no, it felt more like rigid. You know, like if somebody's rigid, like like they don't wanna they're not open to new experiences or you feel like they wanna be in control right away, that's a big warning sign. Okay, so that
1: I you just said my word. And for me it's controlling. Um, I'm fifty mm-hmm. years old. No, I, I'm okay with this. I'm fifty-five years old and proud and hot and, and thank you. Yeah, you know what? I think I am pretty hot. I think I'm, I'm, and not just because of the, and not because of the way I look, but because I think that I have a lot to contribute and I have a lot of, of opinions and, and intellect and insight into life. So I think I have a lot to contribute to my friends, my relationships in general. do you think we're here? Thank because you. Because of you. Oh, thank you. But here's the thing. I can't be with somebody and you can see it very fast, right ladies? Okay. Finish and your then, wine. Who's controlling? No. Well, that's just it. The minute he goes, finish your wine, it's like, what if I don't want to? Now, not to be contrary, but I don't want somebody to control me. I want somebody to witness life with me. I want somebody to share life with me. I want to be able to look at what's going on at the table over there where there's two gentlemen and one woman and talk about what they see and what I see. I don't want somebody to say, no, you're wrong he's hitting on her yeah this is what's going on no that's your if he's controlling it's it's because he's insecure and you can
3: see that really early on you want a guy that's just confident enough to be borderline arrogant you know just to be very sure of himself without it being too like cocky but just be comfortable and very secure in his own skin but that kind of guy will not be controlling because he's comfortable enough with who he is and with this, whatever status the relationship is, yeah, you have to be comfortable with that. You, no, you have to-, to be
2: comfortable, you know, like don't fart or anything, but just like <laughs> be who you are. And, but something you said about like and it, it relates to the ego, and you know, the ultimate goal is to be with someone who fully accepts you and somebody who's comfortable with who they are. And I think a, a key element is not taking yourself seriously and getting as fast as possible of. The ego. Okay, Without so ego, you're good. I, I, no, you're good
4: okay, ego. Don't overdo Dan, it and be authentic. I think that's good. Don't overdo it and be authentic.
1: All right. So now we've all answered Dan's question. We've all answered <laughs> Dan's question about what's important to us or what you know what we want. Dan.
0: Um, what I do you would want? say, what do I want? Yeah. I mean, I'm, very, I'm very picky. Yeah. I do I do want everything.
1: I know, but um, okay. Let's, why let's not? Let's break it down.
0: Uh, but the scariest thing, I would say, um, probably someone who moves too fast, uh, for me anyway. Especially before they get to know me. I'm like, are you sure? You know, are you sure you really want to... You know, take go to the next level. I think people that that rush into relationships probably freak no. like. out. You
2: mean like too fast, relationship wise yeah, or, like meet, or meet sexually wise?
0: No, not sexually. Okay. no, sexually. No, he's okay. happy with that. He's I'm really okay happy with that. With happy that. Happy with yeah. He's bad. good
1: with that. Uh, <laughs> We've established that in the past. <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> he's more, good with that. It's more than meeting the like meeting the parents, meeting the family, uh, going to weddings together. I guess like that. I think I need maybe a couple of months of getting to know. A person okay, before I, I want to invest in there. Go planet. with the younger
2: women. They're less eager to to start life you know like I, I, yeah, uh, together I day,
0: women in their 20s so I mean that yeah, helps, that, so that's, I
3: that's a safe choice for yeah. you but you know then if you meet someone and you hit it off right away you will want to go to a yeah, wedding uh, totally. and you will want to go to grandma's brunch and you will want to take her dog to the vet because he's throwing up everywhere you know yeah that, it doesn't have to take months if it connects right away if it you want to do those yeah. things like next week because you want to spend time with her and it's things that she cares about
0: absolutely I agree and if it works then I'm completely down for all that but, but I think sometimes people rush in before you really get to know a person. And that, that's how I yeah, think it is. asking
1: some, how many kids you want and what kind yeah. of wedding. I can understand that can be a little scary. Okay, and ladies, I want to tell everybody out there, and I'm, I'm directing this to ladies right now because we're talking about Dan and his, his beliefs and what he's looking for. So I just want to say, on that first date, don't make it an interview. We've discussed yes. this, Dan, right? So don't ask about...
0: Conrad Black was telling me two weeks yeah, ago not I, to make my dates interviews. I know so that but, happens. Apparently. And we've
1: tried that on. Uh, we we did a speed dating, by the way. And anybody listening and, and to us right interviews. now can go back to the me speed too. dating interview where, where Dan really like he kind of went after it as an interview at the beginning, I right? Did. Yeah. And then to Conrad fair, told you, don't do that at the first. Yeah. Keep your political viewpoints to the second date. Let somebody get to know you. Right. And the same thing for ladies, don't sit down with somebody at that first meeting and start asking questions about what they do, how much money they make, you know, go for passions. What do you love? What do you like to do? You're right? you're sitting uh, there I shaking a, your head. No, I do agree with that. It's like, sometimes it's not so much
4: interview, but interrogation, you know? Sometimes <laughs> That's it's, it. It's the interrogation. You're grilling because you want to know so much, you know? You want to you know, am I wasting my time? Am I just... So be in the moment. I think it's the right thing to say it's like to connect with someone who are you what do you like
2: like you know but not to force it so much it's no, let it be you can't ask like it's like the dating sites and everything you get to uh, to uh, eliminate the the, the the bad pics you know by stating exactly you try to by stating exactly what you want so if you meet someone in a bar of course you gotta go through the basic questions like I said at the beginning but you, you might know. miss someone Sophie by doing that I think yeah. so.
4: I think so. And so after th- that, I can tell you my boyfriend would not have passed the interview or the interrogation, and I'm very happy today. So, you know? Yes, but it was very sexy. You know? You have exceptions. <laughs> but whatever you do,
3: don't talk about your exes. Yeah. Oh, That's not um, interesting. I mean, we do not want to hear about them. Yeah, no. Not Yet, right now. Not.
4: My, unless, you know, she's uh, in the restaurant spot.
3: My husband, I don't want to hear about it right now. You're
4: right. Not on the first day. But you, you know what? It happened to me with my boyfriend on the first day that we connected so much that we just happened to talk about our whole lives. And it seemed okay. So, yeah, there are rules and regulations to these things and tips and things. But you know what? Okay.
1: So the first rule is to be authentic. I think you know, so. right? I mean, do yeah. we all agree on yeah. that? That unless unless you're, like, scary. super
2: depressive and, you know, like, you have suicidal thought, you might, you know, try that night to, uh, hey, what do you say, they fake it till you make it, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dan hates when I talk about fake it till you make it. He doesn't... I'm not a good faker. He's not a good... Okay, yeah. that's good to know, Dan. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies out there... Right, he's a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan when I when we're out on location because he gets a little looser... Fake it till you make it. I'll try. Yeah, I'll okay. do my best, Cheryl.
0: I don't <laughs> disappoint you.
2: But you, know, you never
1: disappoint me, Dad. I always say to
2: like if, if you have uh, friends that are been single for too long, and I go like, okay, you gotta change your casting. Just go the opposite of what you're attracted to, and you that that relates to what you just said, true. True. Like That go to the opposite, and you might be surprised. That instead of getting what you're attracted to, you're going to attract exactly what you need. And maybe well, be the it.
4: opposite, too. So if you're, like, you know, overbearing and asking so many questions, maybe maybe be a and little bit different, guy, guy, too. Like my husband.
2: <laughs> my, but you know what? My husband, it lets, it, I, I get away with everything, but I, I can't talk about exes.
1: Except on radio shows. So I, I think the end result is we have to... Get what we need and not necessarily what we want. Do we all agree? I know, there you go.
0: Well, this has been really fun, everyone. Thanks for stopping by here at Thursday. Sophie Berube. Uh, the book is called No Priors. Marie-Claude Savard. Uh, her book is a hundred, a 180 degrés okay. and La Zone on Energy uh, every day. And Brigitte Bedal from TVF. Uh, this is very fun, guys. Thanks for stopping hey, by. I, I, and
1: we have a special have gift. gift. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. Gift. Sophie because, has uh, a great No gift. Priors
2: has been uh, has become available on Amazon and e-books, uh, iBooks and everything. But the first five listeners who are going to send the crew their email address will get a free copy. And it's a nice trailer, bestseller in French. But yet to be discovered by the uh, English speaking uh, audience. Great.
0: So so there. uh, send an email to info at TV. Right,
1: right, right. The first and all emails will get a free copy. Marie Claude, your book is available where? Well, it's available in all the good bookstores, and I'm going to be at the Salon
4: du Livre also selling it. And you can listen to me on Energy at lunchtime every day.
1: Great. There you go. And Bridget, thank you so much for joining it was us. was fun. You know, guys. because you and I have actually gone through this solo journey together, right? Yes, we, we've been through uh, many interesting uh, dates and events and trips and uh, discussions.
3: And, yeah.
1: And we've encouraged been each other right shared. Great and, ride. And, there you go. And we're going to keep sharing right through our relationships wherever they take us.
0: Thanks everyone. The Kiss Calendar is uh, next and we'll wrap up the show in uh, just a moment. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City with Cheryl Bensner. I'm co-host Dan Delmar. And Cheryl, this week, wrapping up the show uh, from Thursdays on Crescent.
1: I know. uh, Again, it's so much fun to be here because this is where I was. This is where I hung out, whether it was winter inside, whether it was summer out on the terrace. The terrace is still going strong out here. So it's so much fun, and it's great because... As we talked about all throughout tonight, the crowd here is still some, you know, people who are conducive to my age group, to your age group. Men, women are here, and it's just a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, very diverse crowd. Um, I remember coming here, and that remember the revolving dance floor.
1: I do, yeah, very fond I do. Members of that dance floor. Uh, so it, so do I actually. So it's going to be fun because you know coming up, we're going to be doing some things here, solo in the city, exclusive events. We're promoting all kinds of things, and one of them is going to be doing a, a disco fifty four night here. Uh, Shelly Kaplan has been doing these in the past. I've attended one of them. I did a red carpet for him. So we're going to be doing one in November with Torrance, the owner of Thursdays. We're going to do something really great, inviting everybody to come down here and go back to those days when we were in our twenties, having fun at Studio Fifty Four and discoing and the
0: limelight. And the... oh I've my God, stories from the limelight. Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. But this is like this is really geared towards. Those The days of Studio 54 and Thursdays, because when we were in our 20s, this was where you came. So there's a lot of great things, and other things happening as well around the city this week. And I do want to talk first about the fact that our very own Dr. Laurie Petito, this weekend, if any of you are venturing down into Toronto, you're heading down there tonight or tomorrow, the Zoomer um, convention is going on there. That's for the 50 plus the baby boomers who have zip and zing Uh, she's going to be speaking there as well as promoting her book so anybody going down to toronto go check out the zoomer show as well i want to talk about a couple of events that are happening this week in the city we've got some speed dating events it's elite speed dating they are doing something at le bar rouge it's for ages 25 to 35 as well as for men It's 36 to 45, and that's at 7.30 p.m., and it's $25. Dash and Date, they're doing something. It's called Red Lips and Black Tie Speed Dating. Uh, Very sexy. It's mixology evening, and it's um, a great evening as well. 36 to 45 for women, and men 38 to 45. And that's happening at L'Atelier d'Argentine, actually right across from Crescent Street um, here at Thursdays. So, great options of places to go, as well as the Grande Dégustation de Montréal is taking place at Place Monaventure. Check that out. Get all the details. And Montreal at Tab—that's happening all the way till November eighth. This is for foodies. You know, you can get out there, you can sink your teeth into all different things. So, some of the great things that are happening out there. And right now, what I really want to do is I want to introduce Torrance, who is the owner of Thursdays, to talk about other things that are going on such as ladies night on thursdays at thursdays yeah, yeah. So torrence
0: raganoa owner of this thursdays welcome to sell in the city thanks for having
5: us thank you thank you so much hope you guys enjoyed it, it looks it like great. you had yeah. some fun so. oh, we
1: did we did and and our guests here tonight i mean all of us we are all thursdays groupies i mean i you know what we are groupies we loved it 20 years ago and 30 years ago and we're loving it tonight
5: Beautiful, well thank you Yeah, it looks like even the patrons are, are enjoying your presence And uh, are curious of you know, what all this is all about Even though you are known in the city Solo in the city Solo in the city So uh, it was a pleasure to have you guys on board, thank you
1: Well thank you And, and the fun part about Thursdays is, you know years ago and today you can still come out here and you can meet people and have a great time you have three different environments for people to enjoy as well you have where we are tonight yeah, which basically is,
5: it's, it's everything under one roof so we got love three it. floors we got a restaurant which we call the bistro up on the second floor main floor where we're standing right now is the bar and downstairs where the ladies night is about to kick off in just under a few a few hours is the club now the where ladies the rotating night. dance floor has disappeared by the way. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk
1: about ladies a, night it's, it's let's been talk sent about to a, a,
5: a, car, a car show so that the cars can turn around anyways we've got some great attraction we did a few a huge facelift uh, spent lots of time and money on putting this place you know, back to 2015 still with a little wink to the past but I think people should come by and check it out if they haven't already
1: I agree. So let's talk about Ladies' Night also, because this is very special.
5: Well, ladies' Night is very simple. It's free drinks for the <laughs> ladies. It's simple to understand and simple to do. Free drinks uh, from uh, from twen- uh, 10 to 12 up at the bar, and then it continues downstairs at the club all night.
1: Actually, well, so 9 to 10 in the bar, and then mid- uh, 10 to midnight downstairs at the disco, correct? Sorry, the yeah.
5: 9 to 10, I'm sorry, 9 to 10 at the bar, and 10 to midnight downstairs at the club you're right sure looks like you know how it works here
1: well i do i do because i'm loving this whole environment and i can't wait to go upstairs you know my friends are up there having dinner i looked at the menu because it's also a great place for a date right that little corner table upstairs overlooking crescent street lots of first
5: dates here you know i I was born here physically back in 1978 my parents met at Thursdays.
1: I know your mom and your dad, by There the you way. go. Oh, my God. Did I just date myself, Dan? Like, seriously?
5: I don't when know. Were you
0: conceived here? Is
5: that, is that I was conceived. Was? And, I mean, let's be honest. I was born at the hospital. Okay. But as soon as I, I, I left the hospital, my dad and my mom had an apartment upstairs just above where we're standing right now. And uh, I stayed there for the first few years. So, didn't go too far. <laughs> did not go too far. Stayed in the area. So, yeah, the restaurant is great for dates, for uh, for large groups. We have a huge capacity. Uh, people have to come and check it out. It's
1: you have a huge capacity for love as well, right?
5: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's very interesting for me because I've talked to a lot of the different people here tonight. And there are a lot of single men here, right? And people are always talking about that where do you go when you're 40 and up to meet people of our own age group and own demographics, this is it. This is where you can do it. And you can go and have a drink and then go downstairs and dance and continue upstairs over dinner. It's multitasking.
5: Yeah, you, you, you're smack on, and, and you know there's not that meat market vibe that was known to you know happen here years ago. But you can meet someone in their 40s and, uh, you know, hook up and and, uh, look for a second uh, date at Thursdays.
1: Well, Thursdays is the place to meet.
5: Right? Yeah.
0: Tons of people. Uh, Torrance Ragano, owner of Thursdays. Thanks so much for having us and uh, and definitely check out Ladies Night and and we appreciate the hospitality.
5: It's a pleasure. Thank you for being here.
1: And check out our calendar coming up because we have a whole lot of different solo in the city events and coming up will be one here at Thursdays that we're going to be doing in conjunction with Thursdays and Classic Disco 54.
0: Excellent. Check it out, solointhecity.tv. You get all the updates there. You can listen to the extended podcast from tonight as well.
1: I know. And, and you know what? I want everybody to check it out because I'm going to tell one of my spooky dates coming up.
0: All right. Yeah, so check so it the, out. Solointhecity.tv, Cheryl. Uh, it's been fun. Back here next week. Have a great week.
1: Thanks, Dan. And thank you all for listening. Remember to keep it simply social because it's all about the kiss.